Accelerating to a better future, an insight into innovation at Imperial. Hello and welcome to this edition of Insights into the Accelerating for a Better Future, a series of short podcasts that give you a behind-the-scenes glimpse into some of the science and thinking behind the main podcast series. And for this first programme, I'm delighted to introduce my guest, Naveed Chowdhury, who runs the Accelerator programme at the Grantham Institute, Imperial College London. Naveed, hi and welcome. Hi, Amanda. You've had a really exciting time over the last few years, haven't you? Because you've been making the Accelerator programme happen within Imperial. And I think it would be helpful for listeners if you tell us a little bit about what it actually is and what it seeks to do. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it, it has been a fantastic experience. You're absolutely right. So, you know, I would describe it as the, you know, the most exciting couple of years of my career by by long stretch. So, you know, it's it's a pretty privileged position to be in. So I get to work with, you know, a wide range of different entrepreneurs who are looking to build, you know, solutions to the climate crisis and at the same time build a successful business. And, you know, as far as the accelerator goes, I'm in a position whereby, you know, I get to reach out and choose startups and work with them. Um, I get to bring them onto the program. And then our program is designed to help support them, turn them into real businesses. And by the end of it, let them effectively go out into the real world and go and have a wider impact on the climate and build you know, successful businesses in their own right. And how do you find them? I mean, do you just put out a general call for people who might be working in the area or are you specifically targeting particular industry sectors that you know we need to do more on around fixing the climate crisis? Yeah, it's a very good question, actually. Um, so we are always keen to try and attract the, the brightest and the most um, ambitious entrepreneurs to our programme. So as long as they are looking to tackle climate change in some way, we tend not to be more prescriptive than that. So in terms of outreach, yes, we do a lot of proactive outreach. We have a wide network amongst the climate change community, amongst the university community, amongst the investor community. So we work with them to you know, ensure that people are aware of the program. We are also very fortunate in that we have a long legacy and history of running this program. So we have a huge amount of referrals from people who have been through the program before, found it very valuable, and then they tend to refer on, you know, other entrepreneurs to, to join us. Um, and then we develop our own pipeline as well. So we run other activities, you know, be it talks, be it um, competitions. We run something called Climate Launchpad, where we work with entrepreneurs from an even earlier stage. And we get to know some of them there. And, you know, if they are working on something which we feel has potential, then we are also very proactive in encouraging them to apply as well. Yeah, because I've been really struck as we've been planning the series of Accelerator um, podcasts. We've looked at lots and lots of potential guests and businesses, and I've been really struck at how varied they are and how many of them are actually quite, um, if you like, early stage entrepreneurs and, and really quite young. I mean, students and graduates from the university who've obviously come through that pipeline um, and are setting up which probably what will be very successful, possibly multi-million pound businesses at the end of it, um, who are actually just at the beginning of their careers. So it looks to me like a, a really interesting balance of, of, of perhaps more established entrepreneurs who've maybe done once something first and then come back to with a new idea. And those really, really, you know, fresh out of the box, young, younger people who've just got this fantastic idea and see you as a way of, of helping it grow. Yeah, I think that's absolutely fair. And um, 
to be honest, I think we, you know, we almost take a sense of pride in taking on the the, the difficult challenges. So, you know, we're we're not really there to to replicate what the the wider market does in terms of innovation programs, nor are we really looking to compete against them in in a way. So, you know, we see, you know, our mission at the Grantham Institute more broadly as helping to to tackle climate change through our through our missions, you know, innovation, communication, networking, um, education. And, you know, this is a big part of it. And, you know, we want to create the opportunity for these startups to come through and flourish. And with a lot of them, as you've rightly pointed out, a lot of them are very young. A lot of them are inexperienced. They haven't even had another job, let alone start their own business. Um, and in many cases, they are tackling um, very difficult issues. So, you know, they're not building, um, you know, apps which can be built by anyone with technical knowledge, but they're actually using, you know, very, very specific IP to build hardware-based technologies. And the way we see it is there aren't many opportunities in the market for startups of that nature. Um, you know, there are plenty of accelerators that support digital software companies. There are plenty of accelerators that support, you know, seasoned entrepreneurs, um, but not so many to, to tackle the, the slightly trickier problems. And that's where we want to, to come in and we want to support those those startups because you know broadly speaking if we do that then we will create a bigger climate change innovation ecosystem for everyone yeah there's a real kind of synergy between the the what i would perhaps call the pure science and some of the the, the science behind some of the um startups that you've supported and have come through the program is quite tough it's quite hard for non-scientists to get their head around lots of chemistry um and and the actual support that you can give a growing business because something sometimes those things don't sit naturally side by side do they and you've said there are lots of innovation accelerator programs out there and they probably look at you know how you write your business plan and how you make your pitch for money but but yours seems to bring together real hard innovation in terms of actual new creating new ideas and new products and new potential alongside giving them those business skills and that seems like a, a really dynamic combination of, of of approaches yeah absolutely i think you're, you're absolutely right i mean we you know we want to not only um develop the skills of the individuals but absolutely take the take the technology and skills that they've developed and and, and turn them into business opportunities uh, because ultimately that's the only way these ideas will scale and and have an impact you know we um we want to take them to the point where the wider market or commercial investors can almost take over from us and and take it forward from there so there's a huge emphasis in our program on what we call product market fit and customer discovery so you know literally half of our program is devoted to the entrepreneurs going out doing real market research talking to real world customers and you know we operate on the assumption that whatever they first go out to the market with is not going to be what they end up with at the end of that 12 months so there's a lot of what we call iteration you know, um, it's known as the lean startup model in some circles. But the idea is, you know, you go out, you test your idea, you get real world feedback. You then come back, you know, you liaise with the likes of me and the rest of the team to discuss that feedback. You then iterate the model and what you're planning. You go out and test it again. And you keep doing that essentially until, you know, you go out to the market and you have a very, very positive response rate to what you're what you're trying to build. And from there, that should give you the confidence to to then move forward and try to then commercialize the idea. 
Um, so it's almost taking them away from that almost semi-comfort of the lab where, you know, they, they're isolated to some degree and trying to reach perfection in many ways versus actually accepting that your product is not perfect and being open to listening to people tell you that because ultimately that's going to give you the feedback you need to build something that people want. Yeah. And so often startups have had three or four different, you know, business ideas before they get the one that gets to market. I mean, you did mention investment and I'm just interested in in some of the financials behind this. So someone, you take a, a, a startup on or a potential business onto the programme. Are you then able to support them financially through a grant during that programme? So they're actually able to focus solely on getting the business off the ground or do they have to have a, a, a separate income like a job somewhere else? No, absolutely. So, um, yeah, we provide grant-based financial support and the teams are able to use that on whatever they need to develop their business. Um, Most frequently, it is used for for salaries. And the reason for that is, you know, our statistics and our history shows us that until you start working on your idea full time, um, it has, you know, a limited chance of actually succeeding and, and getting customers on board. So we effectively take our companies at the point at which they are ready to work on it full time. There's a desire to do so, um, but often there is a financial limitation in inhibiting them to to do take that step. So you know we come in not only provide the, the support, the coaching, and the environment to to allow them to move forward, but also the uh, I would call it financial breathing space to allow them to to focus on the idea full time. And the program is structured such that by the end of the 12 month period, we have guided you or, or you know pushed you to get at least 100K of outside investment. And then that's the point at which you know, you're weaned off the grant money from us. And hopefully that can take you forward and um, you know, build a business from there. It's a fantastic opportunity for those businesses. And I'm sure you have hundreds more applicants than you can accommodate. Um, We've been looking at the successes over the last few years of the Accelerator Programme, but you're about to enter a new phase as the European money um, dries up and the climate element um, falls back a bit. Just briefly, what's the future of the Accelerator at, at Grantham and at Imperial? Yeah, so we're absolutely looking to take um, you know, what we've been doing for almost the last 10 years and essentially make it even bigger and better than it was before. So you know, rather than, as an example, rather than only taking 10 startups per year, we will be able to take between 25 and 30 startups a year from next year, which is a you know two to three times um, increase, which I'm delighted about because you're absolutely right. We get so many applications and we'd love to take more of them forward. Um, this will allow us to do so. Um, we have refined the program slightly um, from 18 months down to, to 12 months. So we've reduced some of the elements which we felt we could condense into a shorter period of time. Um, and the third element, well, one of the, the other elements that we've amended is um, changing the selection process. So rather than just having an application form and an interview, um, we will have an application form and then we'll have a boot camp. And the boot camp will allow us to invite twice the number of teams that we normally invite for the program. We will get to work with those teams for you know a period of a couple of days at least. And rather than using interviews, we feel like that will give us a much better insight as to which companies are suited for the program. And also for those companies that ultimately don't make it onto the program, you know, they will have had some additional support, which wouldn't otherwise be there. Um, so there's many other changes which are, are being worked through, but I would say they're the, they're the key points. 
Naveed, it sounds like you've got a really exciting future ahead of you for the new Accelerator programme. And if anyone's listening and wants to apply, uh, we suggest you check the Grantham Institute website where you'll find out more details and you can download an application form. Um, fantastic to talk to you. Thanks so much for being with us and, and goodbye. Yeah, thanks, Amanda. And we look forward to working with many more entrepreneurs in the future. Accelerating to a Better Future is a Planet Pod production, co-hosted by Amanda Carpenter and Richard Templer. Our thanks to our producer, Jim Hayward, and the team at Imperial College London.